Good morning and welcome to St. James. I'm continuing our series uh, about mental health and about emotional issues. And today we're talking about forgiveness. So the readings that we heard earlier in Matthew, we were talking about the parable of the unforgiving debtor. Peter had asked Jesus how many times we must forgive when we are wrong. And Peter had asked, do we forgive seven times? Jesus returned very quickly, no, 70 times. The king is bringing his accounts up to date and has reviewed who owes him money. One man owes him money and cannot pay. And that man begs for patience and the king forgives him. He forgives him his debt. But then the same man goes to someone who owes him money and he doesn't apply the same generosity. Instead, he actually imprisons the man until he can pay. Our other reading is from Isaiah, and God is not happy about how the people are behaving. Sacrifices to God have not been made. And a quote from the passage, You have burdened me with your sins and wearied me with your faults. But even so, God still is willing and wanting to blot out the sins of the people and never think about those sins again. In these verses, we learn about the immense generosity of the Father heart. In whose image we are made. And today we're looking at forgiveness and how we can be more like our example Jesus. In the Collins Dictionary, forgiveness is linked to resentment. Sometimes, us humans, we revel in a bit of resentment, maybe even wallowing in self-pity. We may want our pain to be noticed. We may want our pain to be shared. When we nurture resentment and we practice unforgiveness, we hold on to that pain. Forgiveness isn't saying that the deed didn't happen or that it doesn't matter. More, when we hold on to resentment, it is hard to receive God's forgiveness for ourselves. Our daily prayer that we say so regularly and was used to teach the disciples how to pray actually tells us exactly what to do about forgiveness. Forgive our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. This is a commandment from God. In order that our hearts are pure, we must forgive. So there's a, a pastor in Denver. Her name is Nadia Bowles Weber. And she does a lovely sermon on this and, and uh, Ali sent me this to have a look at and it was, it was really good listening. And she pointed out that um, we are cut loose. God's forgiveness are, is like a giant bolt cropper, a great big pair of scissors. But then in turn, we are commanded to cut others free as well. It's not really a suggestion, it is a commandment from Jesus. So unforgiveness, the problem with unforgiveness 
tethers us to the undesirable, to evil and to disappointment. We become connected to the offence. It may take over our headspace, our time and eventually our heart space. The dictionary definition of unforgiveness. Unforgiveness is a state of emotional and mental distress that results from a delayed response in forgiving an offender. It is characterised generally by indignation, bitterness and a demand for punishment or restitution. Every one of us has been hurt by another person, by their words or their actions. Even small things like a friend forgets your birthday, your parents criticise your career choice, or maybe they don't like the new love of your life. Whether it is a small or a large offence, it hurts to be wronged and we're all familiar with the pain in the pit of our stomach when we are mistreated. This pain can leave behind wounds of rejection. It can initiate fear, betrayal and insecurity. Just as a physical wound, it can become infected. If it's not treated, then there can be contamination. Often, instead of forgiveness, we do choose, at least initially, unforgiveness. And I wanted to look through some verses of the Bible that actually help us with this. So Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32. Instead, be kind to each other. Be tender-hearted, forgiving one another just as God has through Jesus Christ. Colossians chapter 3, verse 13. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord. That's a good one. Mark 11, verse 25. But when you are praying, first forgive anyone who you are holding a grudge against so that your father in heaven will forgive you your sins too. So having established that it is definitely God's will that we forgive, how do we do that? Now here's the thing. We're humans and we are, we are weak and we need help. On our own admission, sometimes we enjoy a pity party. Even we might enjoy shaming the offender of what has hurt us and possibly even enjoy the limelight of the victim's status. We now have to move on. So here is where the mystery begins. Because we are children of God, Jesus has already interceded for us. He has already prayed the price for us and petition for us to his Father and our Father in heaven. So because our Saviour has paid the price, we are gifted with grace. With God's grace, we can achieve immeasurably more than we would alone. 
God's will is that we are holy. And this means that we are set aside. We are specifically to have his grace. Grace, and in this, to describe grace, I always think grace beyond all understanding, because sometimes we, we don't feel very graceful, and yet we're acting, asking for God's grace. And it's this grace that will enable us to, 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 to achieve forgiveness. When we pray, when we humble ourselves to his will and submit our sometimes arrogant ways to his ways, then peace and grace will become king of our hearts. Today, as part of this talk, I want to ask God to speak to each one of us to be able to free our hearts from the burden of unforgiveness. It's God's will that we do have this freedom, that we would be free of hate, free of resentment, free of spending time brooding on past circumstances or events. Then we'll be free to look at our own thoughts, our own lives, our own deeds, and not to tether ourselves to the poor deeds of other people. In Galatians 5, verse 1. So, thirst has truly set us free. Now make sure that you stay free and don't get tied up again in the slavery of the law. So as a sort of overview of thinking about unforgiveness and forgiveness, we can think back about what is said at the beginning of the Bible. So God really wanted human beings to live in Eden. But we, we live in a broken world. And the, the land that God had planned for us was paradise, was Eden. But through evil and arrogance, humankind spoilt that. God has given us a second chance. In Jesus, who's paid our debt and brought us grace, he has given us a passage to that peace of mind and freedom. I pray that for every day, every one of us can accept God's grace and use it to his power and his glory in our daily lives. Now, I want to put a picture before you to help you to remember this. I want to think of our hearts as a garden. Our hearts are like a garden. And in order to have a beautiful garden, God intended that we would remove the weeds and the brambles. So today, unforgiveness is that horrible bramble with thorns uh, and, and it kind of weaves into the nice plants if we're not careful. And so what I'm hoping for, what I'm praying for, is that we can do some gardening and actually get rid of those brambles. Once those brambles have been removed, there's space and there's freedom. 
and that will let God's flowers grow. And God's flowers in our hearts are hope and peace and love. But we don't do this alone. We have a gardener and the gardener's name is Jesus and he will help us to do this. So I'm just going to finish with a prayer um, and I do hope that you will think upon what has been said today. Um, I prayed a lot about this before I wrote the talk um, and I do hope that we can all think about this subject of, of forgiveness. Father God, we thank you that you are our generous God, that you are our generous Father, that you love us so much that you want us to be free. Please help us all to examine the gardens of our hearts, to know what you would like us to do going forward. We thank you for Jesus. Please help us every day to weed out those bad thoughts, bad deeds and unforgiveness. Please help us to be strengthened by your Holy Spirit and held firm by the gardener, Jesus Christ. So for all of us today, I do pray that we will be able to examine ourselves and be brave enough to engage with forgiveness. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Thank you all for listening. I hope you find it useful. If anybody's got any questions or feedback, feel free to talk to me. My name's Chris. Thanks a lot. Bye.